Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes. In this episode, we'll talk about why corporate endings matter and why how the ending happens really makes a massive difference for how you're going to feel and for your next beginning. Most of us need a beginning after an ending. I'm going to tell you about the six reasons why it matters how the ending happens. And I'm going to give you my top tip for how to make that ending better if you're standing right in front of an ending. And the second thing I'll give you is a top tip for how to make someone else's ending better. If you're the person who has to be a messenger that someone no longer has a job, I'll tell you what's the top thing you can do to make that better. Let's take a breath and dive in. People are actually okay getting fired. I mean, it's not like anyone gets excited about being told that they no longer have a job and they definitely don't like that they didn't get to make the choice, but they're okay, most people, in the sense that they get, this is a part of modern day organizational life. Organizations keep changing shape. Technology is developing faster than ever. Business is moving and changing all the time and Sometimes also just mistakes are made. And so the thing is, organizations have to keep changing shape. The focus will shift, strategies change. And that means that certain people are no longer needed or have to be moved around. And things are tried and tested and shifted. And that means sometimes I get told I don't have a job. So in a sense, people are okay with that principle. And I have sat with leaders who have had to fire other people and who have following, you know, the conversations about, hey, I'm sorry, you've been made redundant. There is no longer a job for you here. They've received emails from some of those people who said, thank you. Thank you for what, thank you for the way you had that conversation. Thank you for being real with me. And I really appreciate how you had that conversation. So you can be thanked for how you are letting someone go. I mean, these terms we have around it just minimizes it, right? We're not supposed to feel anything because that's the other side of the coin. I've also sat with many, many leaders who are hurt, hurt beyond anything that they themselves can explain because, you know, it's supposed to be just a work thing and I shouldn't be that hurt. But they are hurt. Sometimes a decade later, it still feels raw. I remember one particular guy, when I met him, he was happy in his new job and and things had turned out well, but he'd had a period that had been awful following the being made redundant experience. And he told me this, he said, I knew new leaders had come in and I got it. They wanted to shift things and I was one of the oldies, I'd been there two decades and they wanted new people. Okay, that's fine. But they told me, 
I got escorted out of the building. I was not allowed to say goodbye to anyone. I was not allowed to have a farewell party. I was banned from all computer systems instantly. They treated me as if I was a criminal. Here I was, two decades of giving my life and my best waking hours to these organizations. And I was treated like I had done something wrong, like I was scum. That's what hurt. That's what made him infuriated and so disappointed, so angry and hurt. Luckily, he had amazing colleagues that made sure that he did have an informal goodbye party. But that wasn't enough. And so I want to talk to you about the five reasons, actually, this kind of six, but, you know, the five plus one reasons why, how a corporate ending happens really, really matters. It has massive human consequences and it has ramifications also for the organizational life. So I want to talk to you about those because I hear so many people in organizational life feel embarrassed and lacking words to describe what they're experiencing and sort of thinking, well, I should just snap, snap out of it and I know I should just get over it. Well, let's talk about why it matters and what the consequences are and at the end what you can do about it. So first thing, the first thing that happens depending on how the ending ending occurs is you go, hang on, was I even appreciated? Did I even matter? That's the first thing because, you know, if we can see the strategic meaning of the bigger picture, we can sort of go, okay, I get why I'm X. But if it seems that I'm just another number, it doesn't make sense. We go back to our basic human needs of, you know, being appreciated and being valued. And we go, did I even matter? Which leads me on to thing number two, because the first one has a massive impact on our sense of self and self-esteem and how we feel about ourselves. Did, did I matter? And the second one then goes... Well, endings, how things end, tend to determine a lot about how we think about the whole experience. We tend to say that if a marriage ends in divorce, it was a failed marriage. And if we end up getting fired, it was, you know, a bad, bad experience, which is a shame because the truth is a marriage can have lots of beauty and lots of things gone right for, for a really long time. And divorce can sometimes be, you know, happy ending. And just because we get told that we no longer have a place in that organization, it could still be a good, good experience and many, many good years. But this is how it tends to be for us. We look at the ending of the movie and we then take that as the lens and we look at the ending lens uh, and, and put that on the whole experience and we color our memories based on our ending and we interpret things differently. So the ending also determines how we suddenly reevaluate everything that we've experienced in that employment until then. Which leads me on to number three, which is confidence gets knocked. It's almost impossible not to ask yourself this question when you get told that you are made redundant, you're no longer needed. Maybe I just wasn't good enough. What could I have done differently? Is there anyone else that's better? Why me? Why me? Why not them? Sometimes we know the answers, but sometimes we don't. And invariably, we will ask ourselves, maybe I'm just not good enough. 
It brings back human basic fears. Am I good enough? And our confidence gets shaky from that. It takes, it takes some strength to rebuild that and find ourselves again. Which brings me on to another one, which is really important. Because we usually then ask, can I even trust anyone? Can I trust people in leadership? If it's done in a bad way, if it feels fake and not genuine and like I'm just a number and it feels like they don't care about me, can I trust anyone again in leadership? Which is really important because every ending usually means that we're standing in front of a new beginning and we might not know what that new beginning is, but most of us... Most of us, after being made redundant, we need a new beginning. We need something else to start again. We are dependent, if nothing else, on the money we're earning from that employment. We are dependent on a lot of other things from our employment usually, but we need a new beginning. And if we question whether it's worth trusting anyone in leadership, well, that makes it hard to trust in the new place. It makes us cynical and doubtful. And it brings me on to reason number five, why corporate endings really matter. It, it, it makes us question, is it even worth, is it even worth and safe for me to give my loyalty and my passion to a new organization? Should I maybe sort of hold back a little? Should I numb out and not give as much of myself? Which by the way, this doesn't just happen to the people that leave the organization. This also happens to the colleagues that sit behind and see the people they've worked with leave the organization. Those people that are left behind also go, ooh, maybe I shouldn't care so much. Maybe it isn't safe to be this loyal or to trust this much. Maybe I should just watch it a little bit. And so it, it impacts not just the ending, but it impacts how we can show up in the next new beginning. Because if our confidence is knocked, if our trust has been hit, if our questions about loyalty has been injured, and if we're wondering whether we're good enough at all, and whether we matter, and whether I'm going to be treated like a human being, it significantly reduces my power and my enthusiasm and my energy in going looking for that new beginning. And here's the sixth reason why corporate endings really matter. The truth is that every time something happens at work, we feel stuff. We often feel like we can't try to describe it. And sometimes it's much stronger than it feels like it needs to be. And that's because it triggers stuff from older times. You know, being told, hey, you no longer have a place here. It might bring up stuff from, you know, the football team you were part of where, you know, you weren't chosen or the school clique that you didn't get to be part of, the times when you didn't get to be chosen and be part of something. It brings up old stuff that emotionally hasn't quite been resolved. And so often we have really strong emotions, not just because of the work stuff, but also because of what it brings up for us. So I want you to know that whatever you're feeling about any endings you might have had in the past or any endings you're in the middle of, it's okay to feel something. I mean, it's real. And if you're feeling something, it's probably because you'd cared deeply deeply about the thing you were doing and you took pride in doing a good job and you took pride in giving what you could all along. 
We need language and we need permission to talk about the fact that corporate endings matter. And very often, there's a grief process that happens. Just like when we lose people, when we lose a job, when we lose a sense of ourselves, when we lose something that feels like it's part of our identity. And sometimes when it doesn't even make sense why, when we can't even understand why we lost it, when it's unexplained or explained with empty corporate phrases that mean nothing to us, then we're stuck in grief. And grief is not linear. It takes time and It's very hard to explain to other people and it's also incredibly unhelpful if you're standing in front of the need to go out and sell yourself to somewhere new. So I want to talk to you about what you can do. I'm going to give my top tips, both if you are the person, the messenger who has to pass on the message that someone no longer has a job, because I know many of, you, many of you have to do this from time to time. So I want to give you the top tips on how you can make this a better ending for everyone. And I also want to give you the top tips for how to process an ending. If you're in the middle of an ending and you are the one who's transitioning out of a job, out of an organization, what can you do? What will help you? complete this in a better way. So let's start with how you can make things a good ending for someone else if you are that messenger, the boss, the leader who has to pass on the message that someone no longer has a job. I want you to show up real. I know you might have certain words you have to say in a certain way because legal or HR have told you that these are the words we have to say not to get sued and that's okay But your facial expressions can still be real. I mean, you can show up with courage and realness. And yes, the person who you're telling the message to, they might get angry. They might get teary. They might get emotional. And you know what? If you can show up and just be okay with them, having whatever emotional outburst or perhaps emotional silence, whatever's going on, if you can see them and let it be okay, whatever response they have, that's a big start in the right direction to making it a better ending. Be real. Listen and reflect back and just be real about it. Don't pretend anything. Say the words you have to say if there are certain terms like that, but then be real. We can all be human and show them that they mattered. Share with them why they do matter and what they have meant for you if you have worked with them before. It's only a little drop in what will for the other person feel like a big sea of, of things that aren't right. And the other person might not even be able to hear it. But you showing up and being there, meeting them where they're at, and letting them have their experience and not hurrying it or rushing it along, but giving it space for them to have a human response and you being human back. That's why some of my clients are getting thank you for how you had that conversation. You know how to be human. You don't need a manual. You might want to get the, you know, the five-step manual and how to be human in a difficult situation. But the truth is you've all done difficult conversations in your personal life and at work and you've all been on the receiving end. So remember, it's another human being at the other end and show up, show up like you care and really genuinely show up caring. <laughs> There's no replacement. You can't pretend care that doesn't work. That's the first and the most important thing you can do. Now, if you're the one who got the message that 
this is the end, if this choice has been made for you that you no longer get to stay in this job or in this organization. Here's something I want you to think about. Most of us give so much, often way beyond what's healthy for us, what's good for us and and what's asked for to our jobs. And so in a sense, we often feel like we're owed something back. We, we need to receive something for it to feel fair because I gave and I gave and I gave and I gave. And so I want you to sit for a moment and think about what is it you feel like you need to receive? It's often one of the things that makes it hard for people to leave an organization is when they feel like they're, they're owed something. And it might be thank yous. It might be appreciation. You know, what is it that, that's missing? Who, who... Do you wish you could hear the thank yous from? What kind of appreciation or what kind of stuff do you wish you could receive? You might never receive it, but just acknowledging this imbalance, this thing where you feel like you've given more and you're supposed to be owed something back, acknowledging that to yourself and talking through with some friends and some trusted colleagues is a good start in starting sort of releasing the ties that you will have to this organizations. And, you know, you might be able to get some other thanks and their appreciations if you're lucky. The other thing I want you to think about is what do you need to complete for you to be able to leave feeling like you have um, you've left in a good way. So often when someone has an ending ahead of them, they say, well, I, I'm concerned about some of the people that were in my team. You know, I'm concerned that they won't be looked after. I want to do right by my people. And if that's you, you know, it shows that you have the heart and you have the, your heart in the right place. And, you know, think about who is it you want to be right, do right by? Who is it that you feel concerned about won't be looked after? And, and who can you have conversations with either directly with them and with other people to kind of do justice to the loyalty different people have shown you and to the care you feel for them. And there might also be projects and certain things you want to hand over and complete in a certain way because it matters to you how the ending is and what you don't want, definitely don't want, is someone to come in and take over your stuff and then they go, oh, this person, well, she had no clue what she was doing. Look at the mess she left behind, right? You want to leave it in a good way so that people go, oh, wow, she left a good thing behind because your pride, your integrity, your reputation matters to you even when you leave. And so think about this, you know, breathe through the anger and the hurt because yes, that's real. But also look at what would matter to you in terms of sewing things up in the right way and ending things in the right matter manner and then have conversations with people about how you can hand it over and complete the things you want to complete. I know in some com- companies you will just be much out of there not get access to anything and you know if that's the case well then you have to do this and acknowledge that you you know you might just be able to write it in a message and you might not be able to change anything and actually take action physically but do do this work ask yourself those two questions because it matters if you can you know if you can really give yourself that time and finally let's acknowledge that corporate endings matter (laughs) It's natural and real to have a human emotional response to an ending. It'd be weird if you felt nothing, if you had no response. Probably showed that you don't have much passion and you didn't care very much if you didn't care that you got fired from a job, if you got made redundant. You know, hurt and anger and grief at the loss of the ending 
and how it happens. I mean, it matters. It really matters. And we can all do our part to make endings better so that new beginnings can be so much smoother. And so we can all have a little bit more faith in each other. Let's be a little bit more human about these endings. Let's make space for the emotional side. Do whatever it is that's required on the legal side. But we can be real. We can look at each other with respect and dignity and kindness. And we can show real care for each other. We're all in this together. No one, no one is safe from the experience of having an ending being made to them, of being told you are no longer needed or wanted. We all have to go through that in some way or another at some point in our career. So let's help each other make it much, much better. And let's talk about this so that it becomes a normal thing to have language around. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do share it with your friends and colleagues. And it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review in iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, wherever it is that you're listening, as it will help other people find the podcast. If you don't want to miss another episode, do subscribe here and head over to nominatan.com and sign up for my email list too. Now take a breath. Because no matter how busy we are, there's always time to breathe. Have a great day.